When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yes, good morning, everyone. Welcome along to Tradies Juice in a Nutshell. We made it. It's Friday morning, the 17th of March, 2023. St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Daniel Pedro with you over the course of the next hour. We're broadcasting through SEN 1170 AM in Sydney, SENQ 693 AM in Brisbane, and SEN 1620 AM on the Gold Coast, 1300-01-1170, our open line number. You can send a text 0457-736-736 or before Vossie and Brandy for breakfast in an hour's time. Queensland listeners, you'll get the first hour of Vossie and Brandy. Then Patton Heels along for you at 6am local time. Big show for us over the course of the next hour, though. We're going to preview the rest of round three of the NRL, which got off to a very interesting start in a few minutes with Charlie Goodso when he joins me in the studio. Chris Perkins will bring us the latest from America, and John Gallo will have a look back at two of the EPL games from yesterday, also a bit of the Champions League, and look at some of the big fixtures coming up in the EPL this weekend. So plenty to get through over the next hour. one 1170 open line number or you can text 0457 736 736. The Hot Topic, thanks to Rheem. Built tough for Aussie conditions. When it comes to water heating, ask your plumber to install a Rheem. Yeah, built tough for Aussie conditions. Ask your plumber for Australia's favourite and install a Rheem. So round three getting underway last night. Manly 34 over the Parramatta Eels 30. So Manly there. Second win of the year, of course, had to buy last weekend. Parramatta, though, three losses in a row and staring straight down a grand final rematch against Penrith next weekend and the Roosters in a fortnight. Been talking a bit about Parramatta this week, haven't we, with Brad Arthur re-signing until the end of 2025, but not a great start to the Eels' season. They've been very close, haven't they? Uh, Four points to Cronulla last week, four points Last night, four points and golden point to the Melbourne Storm. So it's not like they're that far off the mark. But still very disappointing if you're an Eels fan. How are you feeling about the Eels now? As I say, they're not that far off the mark, but no wins out of three games. And Manly fans, really impressive last night, I thought. Uh, Josh Huster played well, uh, just from a Parramatta point of view. Clint Gutherson, very good as well uh, at fullback. But in the end, Manly too good. And has Manly, after their first two performances against the Bulldogs and now the Parramatta Eels, gone up in your estimations? I had Manly in my eight on the proviso that Tom Dravojevic will play. Now, that probably still stands. But they're playing some pretty good footy early on in the year. I'll tell you one thing Parramatta, I think, will be concerned about, and Manly to an extent. And look, it was very back and forth that game last night. A highly entertaining game. But similar to the Sharks game that Parramatta played last Friday night, where they lost, I think it was 30 points to 26. Got to be better in defence. Now, I know it's early on in the season and teams will be giving up a lot of points. But their defence over the first, well, the round two and round three hasn't really been there. And as I say, they play Penrith next week, next Friday, followed by a Roosters game on the Thursday. And then... Uh, well, then they've got the Tigers on the Easter Monday. So they might get a win there. 
But what do you reckon? 0457 736 736 or 1300 Eels fans, how are you feeling about last night? And Manly, have they gone up in your estimations over the course of the past few weeks? 0457 736 736 or 1300 11.70. Uh, and also I want to hear what you're expecting from this weekend of sport. Another huge weekend of sport. Obviously, the NRL will dominate. The AFL got underway last night. I'll tell you about that shortly. What a remarkable result in the AFL. The cricket at the one-day internationals underway tonight. We spoke to Andrew Mensel about that as well. So we'll have a chat with him um, next week about it. You're looking forward to that? Or is there something else across the course of the weekend that, I haven't mentioned the Derby, the, the A-League Derby, the Sydney FC game up against the Western Sydney Wanderers tomorrow night at Allianz Stadium. 0457 736 736 is our text number or 1300 1170 Your thoughts on the Eels? Are you worried about them? Manly, have they got up in your estimations? And what are you most looking forward to in the weekend of sport? 1300 1170 What's going to be that headline come Monday morning when we talk again? 0457 736 736. Let's welcome this next man into the studio. Now on Tradies, the NRL preview. Yeah, Friday morning, this is Tradies News in a nutshell. It is time to welcome this next man into the studio. The season flying by already to round three. Charlie, good sir, good morning. Good morning. Uh, how has your week been? I've had an amazing week. Mm. Um, yeah, still coming down, really. Uh, <laughs> I I was at Leichhardt Oval on Sunday to watch my mighty Newcastle Knights with a famous victory uh, against the West Tigers. I, I don't think I've had a more satisfying day out at the footy mm. and I don't think I felt as good after my team winning as I did that Sunday. I was on cloud nine when I came to the office. And even though you had a bit of a cold, they give you a lot of rubbish on breakfast. You've turned up five days in a row this week. That's yeah. brilliant. Yeah. I Well, I, I knew that I had to come in on the Monday because I was, I was wearing my night scarf <laughs> and everything. So I really had <laughs> yeah. to, when you win, you got to rub it in. So Correct. I was really making, having that home and yeah, I think I, I celebrated too much uh, <laughs> on the Sunday, and yeah, I had a bit of a flu. You could probably hear me now; I'm a bit congested. Mm. But look, I, I backed it up. I you know I got some cold and flu tablets. Uh, you know, cleaning out my nose. Brilliant. Just yeah, doing everything I can to make sure I don't get any more stick for missing out on uh, on days of work. Another COVID strain, or just a normal? No, COVID? thankfully, no, I, okay. I did test. I did test, and mm. I, I'm I'm all good. Good, good. To, I can't really make the COVID joke either because I had it a few weeks ago. <laughs> and Wally has it now. Uh, anyway, uh, let's get on to the footy. Uh, Manly Parramatta, of course, played last night. So let's have a look at the remainder of the round. Speaking of your Newcastle night, 6pm tonight uh, at McDonald Jones Stadium, their first home game of the year. They take on the Dolphins, who are two from two. The Knights, a lot of injuries. But that was a very, very gutsy win against a uh, very poor, it has to be said, West Tigers on Sunday. Do the Knights make it two in a row or do the Dolphins go three from three? So, look, my heart tells me Newcastle will back up that almighty performance. That was one of the most gutsiest wins, not even just in Newcastle Street, but I just think in recent memory, we like we were so depleted. Everything went against us mm. and we still managed to win. So my heart's saying Newcastle can back it up. My head's saying the Dolphins. Mm. I mean, uh, I think they've been really strong. We have a lot of uh, good players there, including Kalen Ponga as well. I think Braley uh, might be out too. Uh, Saifidi as well. Which can I just say? Yes. 
look, it probably was a Sinbin, a send-off. I'm not too sure, but I think we need a Sinbin Apicorosau as well for that almighty hospital pass. I mean, <laughs> it didn't, didn't give us team that much of a chance. I'm going the Dolphins. I just think um, also the, the fan in me wants them to be 3-0 and and then wants the Broncos to be 3-0 and mm. so we can have that grudge match at Suncourt uh, the next week. So I'm going to go the Dolphins, but look – don't write, don't write off Newcastle. Like that, I think we showed something in that West Tigers game. Usually hard to beat in Newcastle as well. Except not, for last year. Yeah, not yeah, <laughs> last year was a bit tricky. Let's see if they can get uh, that back. You are right. Braley is out. I'm going to tip the Dolphins. Uh, look, I wouldn't write Newcastle off in this game, but that game, if the Dolphins can win tonight, Brisbane win tomorrow night, and that game next Friday, I mean, it's going to be brilliant anyway, but can you imagine both teams? Zero, uh, three wins and zero losses. Dolphins for mine. Now, this next game, 8 o'clock tonight at Allianz Stadium. The Roosters taking on the South Sydney Rabbitohs. The Roosters welcome back Victor Radley, Jared Rear Hargraves. But they have been far from convincing in their first two weeks. They lost to the Dolphins. They won against uh, the Warriors last weekend, but it wasn't an overly convincing performance. Souths, they've won one of their matches, lost one of their matches too. How do you see this one going? Um, this one's pretty easy to tip for me, actually, and I'm going to go the Rabbitohs. Mm. Uh, I think the Rabbitohs have got the wood over the Roosters. I think they've got the mental edge over the Roosters. I think the Roosters play into the, the feud a, a little bit too much, and mm. I think they fell right into the hands in that last uh, that final last year. We had seven Sinbins. <laughs> I don't think we'll get as many as seven, but I do think there'll be a couple of Sinbins. Mm. Uh, my money's on Radley. Yep. I think that's a pretty safe bet. <laughs> <laughs> um, Maybe Jared, too. And Jared, uh, I can't deny that they the Roosters are getting players back, and mm. look, they don't start seasons very well. I think they, uh, like, what, like we've been discussing all week, uh, they do get up for these big games. They do put in good performances, but gee, that that game against the the Warriors was less than convincing. Mm. Um, and the Warriors played pretty well, but they they they, they shouldn't get be getting anywhere near this Roosters mm. side. So I, I'm going the Rabbitohs. I, I think they played pretty. Decent um, mm. uh, last Thursday against against the Panthers. I think the score flattered them a little bit, but I think the defense was pretty good. Mm. Um, so I'm going to go the Rabbitohs at, at, at Trelliant Stadium. I'm going to uh, tip Souths as well. I think Souths will win. The only thing I would say is that I feel in the back of mind, and we've talked about it this week, as you just mentioned, and we've talked about it for many years, the Roosters' record against top four teams, and we don't know if Souths are going to turn out to be a top four team, but their uh, premiership contender has not been very good since they went back-to-back at the back end of 2019. So I feel that the Roosters may want to make a statement tonight, but I think on paper, the way Souths have been playing and the way the Roosters have been playing... I think Souths, but let's wait and see what happens. Should be a good match uh, regardless. Now, three games tomorrow, all in Queensland. The Gold Coast Titans taking on the Melbourne Storm. Now, the Titans last week got a 12-2 lead over the Dragons. Looked like they were cruising. Then uh, the Dragons ran them down. No Sam Verrills. Then I think we spoke last week about such a good player, but he has been injury-plagued for many, many years, formerly at the Roosters, then at the Titans. And then the Storm last weekend, I must admit, I only saw bits and pieces of this match in the background, but they were down 26 nil at one stage against the Bulldogs. Can the Titans do what the Bulldogs did to them seven, almost seven days ago? No. Not tipping the Titans? I'm not tipping the Titans. Um, Sam Farrell's played with a broken collarbone, I think, for that entire game mm. against the Giants, which is unbelievable. Uh, he is a very good player, mm. and yeah, he'll be a massive loss. It was a very unstorm-like game last week. I think that's the first 
cracks starting to appear mm. uh, in the Melbourne Storm and the first sign that, yeah, this isn't going to be the same Melbourne Storm team as we've seen for the past, I don't know, 20 years. Yeah, <laughs> like, well, yeah. um, it's going to be a close game, closer than what it sort of looks on, on paper. Um, I'm going to go to the Storm, though, just because the Storm get touched up by the Bulldogs, who we all agree are a much improved outfit. And again, it's probably the best first year coach in memory. I, I think he's a really good coach uh, in Cameron Serraldo and Justin Holbrook. Look, is decent, but I don't think he's anywhere near Serraldo. So I'm going to go to the Storm, but in a, in a close one. I think it'll be close. I'll give the Storm another chance. I think they will come good, the Storm, once they get Cam Munster back. But now Nelson uh, Solomona is out for... I think six to eight weeks. We don't know about Ryan Pappenhaus, and yet I still think they should have a bit too much to beat the Titans. But if they are to lose, Craig Bellamy, I think, will be a little bit more concerned than he is now. At 5.30 tomorrow night, 4.30 Queensland time, the North Queensland Cowboys hosting the Warriors. Now, I find this an interesting one as well. Even though the Cowboys won in the first week against Canberra, I think they've been looking far from their best. And the Warriors, they stuck in there against the Roosters on Saturday at Allianz Stadium. They probably had opportunities to win that game and without being offensive to the Warriors, probably a lot of other sides probably would have won that game. It is in North Queensland, though, and I expect the Cowboys to hit back, but it's an intriguing game. Yeah, um, uh, similar to the uh, the Newcastle Knights, I wouldn't write off the Warriors in mm. this game either. I, I think they've shown some really good signs of improvement in um, in the first two weeks. Uh, they They won tough against the Knights when they were throwing everything at them in round one. They hung in there against the Roosters, who weren't at their best. Mm. But, hey, you're not going to always come against teams your best, and you've got to take those opportunities. I don't think they did that, but I think they showed a lot of effort, which is always great to see. Um, I think that set play um, to get their first try was mm. fantastic. Yeah. Um, so they've got some weapons in their arsenal. So they're not the the boring, bland team of uh, years gone by. The only reason I'm tuning the Cowboys is because it's at home, but I was really disappointed in what they showed uh, against the Broncos. I know the Broncos are a much improved team, but I rate the Cowboys a lot, um, and that was a really disappointing showing. So Cowboys, but just because it's at home. I thought in particular that second half for the Cowboys it was, was pretty weak. Yeah, yeah, very poor, but I think they will beat the Warriors. Uh, looking forward to this game tomorrow night at 7.30. The Broncos taking on the St. George Illawarra Dragons. Now the Dragons... We're very good for 50 or 60 minutes of that game against the Titans last weekend. You mentioned the Broncos' good start to the season. Two wins in a row. Um, I think this will be very close. I'm going to tip the Broncos, though. Uh, I don't think this is going to be close at all. I think it's going to be a real reality check for the Dragons. I think all the Dragons fans came out of the woodwork (laughs) after they beat the Gold Coast Titans. Correct. Who I tipped to win the Wooden Spoon, who no one thinks are going to do anything this year. And I tipped the Dragons to win the Wooden Spoon. Yeah. So I think all you Dragons fans, and come at me on the text line, I don't care. Just pipe down. You've had a buy to get two points. You had a win over one of the worst teams in the competition. So you've got four points sitting high on your ladder. You are going to get smashed. Okay. Uh, I was trying to think of a superlative word there, but you're going to get <laughs> spanked by the Broncos. This is this is um, easy 20-plus points for me. Broncos are going to smash the, uh, the Dragons. 0457 736 736. Any Dragons fan listening? Jimbo the Dragon loves to text uh, quite often, so he might get in uh, touch. I do think Brisbane win, though. Uh, now, for, uh, Sunday, two games, 4 o'clock or 4.05, the Bulldogs back at Belmore Oval, fresh from a big win against the Melbourne uh, Storm. Up against the West Tigers, fresh from... Now, I don't want to take anything away from the Newcastle Knights. 
Wow, the Tigers were bad last week. That is one of the worst performances I've seen from a rugby league team in many, many years. Can they turn things around in the space of seven days at Belmore, which is a very, very hard place to win any time of the year? Oh, I, I loved it last Sunday at at, uh, at Leichhardt Oval. Just seeing the the hope in the fans, they really thought they were going to beat uh, the Knights and seeing it slowly drain and just start to turn into anger sadness, frustration, confusion. The fans leaving Leichhardt Oval were just all in agreement that that was one of the worst games I've ever seen from any team ever. Morning to any Tigers fans if you are listening. Yeah, t- text me text me through as well. I don't care either. I think you guys are a joke of a club at the moment. Um, I think this is my game This is my game of the round. Um, I always pick arguably some of the worst games of the round, but mm. I, I'm really excited to sit down on a Sunday afternoon and watch this. Well, the Tigers-Knights game, I don't know if it was the game of the round last weekend, but it was entertaining to watch. Yeah, people said it was the worst game for they've ever seen. Sure, standards-wise, but it was entertaining. Everything happened in this game, and I think this has all the hallmarks of another one of those games where everything happens. Mm. So I think uh, the Bulldogs will win this one comfortably, but I think something funny will happen. Something funny will happen. <laughs> Something funny will happen. And we'll all be talking about it on Monday morning. I have no doubt, no matter what happens in this match, it will dominate headlines on Monday morning. Yep. For the record, I think the Bulldogs will win. Yep. Um, and also the final match of the round, which is another interesting match, the Raiders taking on the Cronulla Sharks 6-15 Sunday night. Canberra have not won a game yet this year. The Sharks, they got their first win against uh, the Parramatta Eels last weekend, but they weren't. Very convincing either. Led in 26 points. Who are you favouring in this one? Uh, this is my upset of the round. I'm going the Canberra Raiders. Yeah. Uh, the Canberra Raiders have won the last eight against the Sharks. Mm. Sharks haven't won against Canberra in uh, or since 2018. Mm. So you're going back a long way. And I think, okay, they've um, gone off to an 0-2 start, uh, the Raiders. But, like, they're, they're still playing... Um, Playing well. Who did they lose to in, in round one again? Well, they lost to the Dolphins in lost round two. Lost to the Dolphins two, in yeah. round two. And um, then, of course, the Cowboys in round one. And uh, the Cowboys Chad in round Townsend one. Chad Townsend field goal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, they, and they showed a lot in that round one game. Very I close think, matches. Uh, yeah, and I think the Dolphins are a far better outfit than what we first thought. So mm. I don't think there's any shame in losing against the Dolphins. See mm. how I'm prepping that for Thank when you. they beat us, yep. uh, beat the Newcastle Knights. <laughs> so I, I, I still think they're a really quality outfit who I know I use this analogy all the time, but they punch above their weight constantly. Mm. The Sharks have been really disappointed to start the season, even though they're one, one. So that's why I choose the Raiders. I uh, like the Sharks, but still no uh, Nico Hines named uh, this week. So that's a big loss. I think Canberra Sunday night in Canberra, I think Canberra win. Yeah. Charlie, great stuff. Uh, looking forward to talking to you again next weekend um, and good luck to your nights tonight. Thank you very much. And looking at all these uh, texts coming through from Dragons and Tigers fans, uh, I'm sorry, uh, but your, your team suck. Absolutely flying <laughs> through. 0457 736 736. That was Charlie Goodsir. Yeah, any thoughts on our weekend preview of the NRL 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 Your thoughts on last night's match? Manly, have they gone up in your estimations little? And Parramatta, are they at risk of missing the top eight? And just a bit of news before a break. A lot of talk about Angus Crichton over the past month or so. Uh, some good news this morning. He's checked out of a mental health facility and is eyeing a return to the NRL in a month. Uh so it can be revealed Crichton officially departed a Sydney hospital on Thursday. He will meet with uh, Roosters chairman Nick Politis and former board member David Gindrell over the next 24 hours. And he has told Roosters hierarchy he wants to play again and he hopes to be in action in four to five weeks. 
possibly in time for the Bondi Club's Round 7 showdown against Cronulla on Friday, April 14. So we wish Angus Crichton all the best in his recovery. It is coming up to 20 past five. We'll cross to America next. 20 past four in Queensland. It's 24 past five. Cross to America and speak to Chris Perkins in just a second. 24 past four in Queensland. one 1170 Our open line 0457 The text number. Your thoughts on Manly? Have they gone up in your estimations after last night? Parramatta? Are they at risk of making or missing the top eight after losing their first three games? They've got Penrith and the Roosters uh, to come. And this one as well. So the AFL season down in Melbourne started last night and it was a draw. First time these two teams, Richmond and Cullen, have drawn since 1972. Uh, 50, uh, drew 58 all. Now there's talk in AFL land about should they be bringing in extra time in the regular season. Um, we've had extra time in the NRL for a very long time. Uh, and Golden Point... And, of course, extra time uh, when we get, once we get to the finals. you a fan of extra time? I know this is talked about a lot. Do we love Golden Point? Or would we prefer to see a draw? Uh, I know just having a quick look at social media this morning uh, from some views of Melbourne, it, it was obviously, you know, probably a very good game. Uh, I didn't watch it, but obviously uh, watching the rugby league. But um, the views were, it just was a bit of a letdown to have a draw, especially the first game of the year. So are you happy when you see a draw in rugby league or do you like extra time in rugby league? Do you like that we've had that for the past 15 or 16 years? 0457 736 736 or 1-300-01-1170. In terms of the rest of the AFL, uh, Brisbane Lions will take on Port Adelaide tomorrow. The Swans are in action against the Gold Coast Suns. And then GWS will host the Adelaide Crows. Uh, that'll be on Sunday. That's just some of the highlights of the AFL coming up this weekend. Now on Tradies News, it's time to get the latest from the USA. And we say a very good morning. Happy uh, Thursday, Friday uh, here to Chris Perkins. And Chris, we've been talking a lot about the baseball, haven't we, over the past uh, week or so. Australia, unfortunately, the other day just going down to Cuba. Good morning to you. Yeah, and, and good afternoon from the unofficial home office of SE in America. Of the unofficial <laughs> SE in America. On my back porch in Farmington, Missouri, by the way, is where the home office is. Nice place uh, to have a, yeah, nice place about, to have an office, mate. Nice place to have an office. Absolutely. I'm sitting in my porch swing on the back you know, the back porch and just enjoying the day out here. But uh, yeah, Australia, no embarrassment to get knocked out by Cuba in baseball. Cuba's really traditionally very good at baseball, so no embarrassment to lose and to lo- but to lose four three that's going to be that's going to stick with you a little bit to lose by one run and know you had chances mm. you had the lead in the ball game at one point uh it, you know Cuba just you know took it away from them but again no embarrassment a quarterfinal berth in in the World Baseball Classic this is something to build on from a lot of homegrown baseball players in, in Australia that's that's the important key this is a this was primarily a homegrown team that you sent to the World Baseball Classic. So it's definitely something to build on for the next one we have in three years. Some other news from the baseball. Mm. Uh, Edwin Diaz, the closer for the New York Mets. Uh, this was the worst fear of every major league manager going into the World Baseball Classic. Losing a key piece of your team uh, to an injury, to a to a very serious injury. Uh, they lost, The New York Mets have lost Edwin Diaz. He is done for the year with a uh, ruptured patella tendon. Mm. 
in his right knee. Uh, the injury caused by the celebration last night when Puerto Rico beat the Dominican Republic. Diaz closed out the game. Uh, the, the Puerto Ricans were celebrating, advancing to the knockout stage and knocking out their, their rivals, the Dominicans, as well. Uh, they were jumping around, celebrating. Diaz collapsed to the ground, grabbed his right knee. He had to rupture patellar tendon. Uh, he's having surgery on it. The expected recovery time is eight months. Uh, by the way, Diaz just signed a five-year, $102 million contract <laughs> to uh, re-sign with the Mets. Uh, to be their closer. He, he's the highest paid reliever in baseball, and he's not going to pitch an inning this season. Well, there you go. Uh, lots of money for not much work, but we wish him, of course, uh, the best of recoveries. Yes. Now, uh, March Madness in the basketball. Yeah, college basketball, mm. March Madness, the NCAA men's basketball tournament. It is underway at various sites around the country. Games going on right now. Um, several good ones right now. Um, Two and a half to go in the first half, or in the in regulation. Uh, Maryland leads West Virginia 64-59. Uh, the other games going on right now, Missouri in the south region in Sacramento. Don't ask how that works out. You'll do your head in. Uh, they lead Utah State 33-29 late in the first half. Uh, Kansas, top seed in a dogfight in, in their first-round game against 16-seeded Howard, 24-22. That's midway through the first half. And Virginia, with five minutes to go in the first half, they're trailing 13-seed Furman. Virginia's a four-seed, 56-54. So those are the early games going on in uh, the first full day of the NCAA tournament. Still 12 games left to be played today. 16 more tomorrow in the first round, and then uh, second-round games go on uh, this weekend. But, yeah, March Madness, it, it is the, the first two days of the tournament, first two full days of the tournament, always the craziest day. I call them the best days of sport in the United States, the best two days of sports in the United States, just because of the sheer number of games and the excitement that you get when you get a school that you've never heard of before going up against one of the big boys and taking them down. Those, those uh, little, those, those low seeds uh, uh, and the Cinderella stories coming in against the blue blood programs that everybody knows and, and pulling upset. So you expect to see some of those today uh, as, as the games go on. And to think, Chris, I was worried about you when the NFL season ended, the Super Bowl was over. What? That's a long time ago now. <laughs> Seems like two seconds ago. But yes. Chris, you, you're fine. You've got your SEN office in America. You're watching all these sports. It's just, it, it's, it's a great life, isn't it? it? It is a great life. And, you know, I'm off work today. I'm oh. not doing my real job today. I get to sit down and watch all day college basketball. Uh, it, it's overload for me. And the games, you know, you look at the schedule and later tonight or, or later on today, we've got some, we've got some really fun games that we're going to have. Uh, we've got top seeds playing. We, we've got uh, the top overall seed. They go next, actually, in Birmingham against Texas A&M Corpus Christi. Alabama should win that one handily. But, uh, you know, some of the other games, uh, we've got Arizona going to be playing against Princeton. That's a 215. That's a two seed against a 15 seed. Um, you know, we've got Duke playing Oral Roberts, and Duke should be on upset alert. Even though they've had a really good season, Oral Roberts is a pretty good team. They won 30 games this year. Yeah. 
Uh, but Duke is thought to be maybe a dark horse national championship contender. Uh, you know, no, another top seed going uh, later today. Houston plays Northern Kentucky. Uh, Kansas, like I said, they're playing Howard right now. Arkansas and Illinois, that should be a fun one coming up after that one in an 8-9 game. So just a multitude of great basketball. Uh, if you like basketball, check out the NCAA tournament. You will get an overload of, of some great of some great basketball today and tomorrow. Sounds like a perfect, perfect day, Chris. Thank you, mate. I will chat NFL next week, uh, next week when we catch up. Have a good weekend. Enjoy your day off watch of uh, watching sport, and we'll catch up next week. Sounds good. Have a good day. You too, mate. Chris Perkins in America does a great job, and we'll have a more lengthy chat with him next week on the show. We'll take a break. After this, we're going to have a chat with John Gallo, talk all things football, 0457 736 736, our text number. You can call the open line, 1300 0111 70. Your thoughts on last night's game? Where do you rate the Eels now, and have Manly gone up in your estimations a little? Um, and it was a draw in the AFL. And now some people in the AFL, uh, social media, fans, commentators, want to see extra time. We've had extra time in rugby league for a long time. Would you be happy to see, uh, well, we've obviously had extra time, but are you a fan of extra time? Uh, If you are an AFL fan, feel free to text in as well. Would you like to see extra time in AFL? Or would you like to go back to see what we did see in the AFL last night in terms of the NRL? And go back to draws during the regular season. Did you have an issue with them? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Yeah, good point from Razor on the text here on 0457 736 736. He said, is it weird if you take away Golden Point in the NRL that both first games in league and AFL of the seasons were actually tied at full time? Obviously, the AFL finished in a draw. Be one for the record books for sure. Yeah, well... Uh, I'm no Wally the stats man, and uh, we wish Wally all these best, all the best in his recovery from COVID. Uh, but but uh, if he is listing, uh, well, he probably wouldn't know about the AFL. But rugby league, yeah, I, I, it would be hard to imagine that. Uh, even though obviously the Storm got the win, it would be hard to imagine that would happen very regularly. That both games would have been tied if Golden Point wasn't a thing. Good text, Razor. Are you a fan of Golden Point? You fan of the uh, or the fan of the draw like we saw in the AFL last night? 0457 736 736 Parramatta. Are they at risk of missing the top eight? And what about their draw as well? So they have Manly off the bye. They've got Penrith off the bye next weekend and the Roosters off the bye in two weeks. Unfair? Or is it just pot luck? And Manly, have they gone up in your estimations over the past few weeks after their comprehensive win against the Bulldogs in round one? Then we saw what the Bulldogs did to the Storm last weekend and then last night against Parramatta. And your headline, what are you most looking forward to across the weekend of sport? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Now on Tradies News, it's time for the latest in football. Yes, and Jonathan Gallo is on the line, fresh from his uh, live from his balcony, I believe, this morning. Good morning to you, John. Yes, live from the balcony, Dan, and shirtless as ah, well. Um, as I told you, I had a flying cockroach come and land on my shirt, and you've never seen me take off a shirt as quick as what I've done about two minutes ago. So, uh, yes, there's probably plenty of binoculars looking at me right now from plenty of ladies' bedrooms. But ladies, I'm taken. Yes. So, uh, yes, I'm just standing here shirtless, mate. So, yeah, 
But yeah, so uh, I had to do that because obviously, you know, well, we have a flying cockroach on you. You need to remove things as quick as possible. Well, it's so the, I did that. It's the warmer weather, and 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 the quickest you've ever taken your shirt off, John. Ah, oh, yes, I think so. I think so. I, I nearly okay. broke fingers taking my shirt off, mate. It was that quick. Okay. So, um, oh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, now <laughs> let's uh, let's get off that very dangerous ground and move on to uh, more safe ground. Uh, EPL uh, yesterday, a couple of games: uh, Brentford two over Southampton nil. Brighton one uh, beat Crystal Palace nil. And also in the Champions League, no real surprise after the first game, uh, but Liverpool out of the Champions League. Yeah, well, it's uh, a shame for Liverpool. I mean, after that first uh, league defeat against uh, against Real Madrid five two after being 2-0 up and then having Real Madrid come back to score five goals would have been heartbreaking for, for Liverpool fans all around, the, all around the world. And obviously they pride themselves a lot on the Champions League. They've got a terrific history when it comes to winning the, the Champions League um, and, and a wonderful uh, goal-scoring record Liverpool have had in the past in that, in that particular tournament. But Real Madrid showed their class over two games. Uh, they were classy again uh, yesterday as well with a 1-0 win. Um, so well, well done to Real Madrid. They go on, uh, I think, now to the quarterfinals, I think it is now. Um, but Liverpool obviously bow out of that competition, so it's a shame for them. And yeah, I did watch the uh, the Premier League in the morning uh, yesterday morning. I thought two uh, games on paper that you probably would have rolled your eyes at Brighton versus Palace. Uh, but I tell you what, that game was brilliant, end to end stuff. Brighton with a one 0 win there, and Palace put up a very good fight, I have to say. And Southampton versus Bradford, another very good game uh, that you perhaps sort of looked at on paper and thought, nah, I'm not going to watch this one. But it was great. I thought Southampton really came at them. Uh, but Bradford held out with a 2-0 win. Ivan Tony was brilliant yet again. Uh, so well done for Bradford. They're trying to get into the top uh, six of the Premier League ladder. And if they do, they'll qualify for Europa League come end of season. So well done to Bradford. Well done to Brighton. Two great wins and two wonderful games of football. So, uh, yeah, we uh, got a whole football feast uh, right now with the Champions League and the Premier League, Dan. Yeah, John, interesting weekend coming up in the Premier League. A few games postponed, actually. Liverpool, uh, Fulham postponed, as is Man City, West Ham and Brighton, Man United. And there's no, I suppose there's no real big clashes. I mean, all games obviously important, but no uh, big names meeting each other really. So let's just go through uh, these matches, get your tips on them. Uh, tomorrow, 7am, Nottingham Forest host Newcastle. Yeah, well, Newcastle uh, picked up their first win after a tough, uh, tough run of form last weekend. And Forest, they're in a tough run of form themselves. They haven't picked up a win in the last five games. So really looking for, for form there. But at Nottingham, I know the crowd really start buzzing. They're close to the ground there, so it can be quite an intimidating place to play. I am going to back Newcastle, though. I think Newcastle have turned a corner now, and I think they'll hit some consistency from here on in. So I'm thinking Newcastle 1-0. Brentford, who only played yesterday in action Sunday morning, early hours, 2 a.m. That's 1 a.m. Queensland time, hosting Leicester City. Yeah, well, Brentford trying to get into the top six. As I said, they're probably a point away from a struggling Liverpool at the moment, who are, who are holding on to sixth spot at the moment. Uh, but I'm going to go with Bradford. I think they've been more consistent over the course of this season. I think along with probably uh, Marco Silva at Fulham, I think, and, and also Roberto De Zervi at, at Brighton, I think Thomas Frank is probably going to be one of the informed managers this season. The, the turnaround he's done on that team this season has been absolutely phenomenal. So I'm going to back with Bradford on this one. Important game for Tottenham uh, to stay in that top four. They travel to Southampton. Well, you normally I would have said this is going to be a walk in the park for Spurs, but what I saw yesterday morning was a really motivated, determined Southampton side. They're only about a point or two of climbing out of that uh, bottom three that they're currently in. They're propping up the Premier League ladder, sitting in bottom last 20th place. But I tell you what, there's a real, real motivation about Southampton at the moment that I haven't seen from them all season long. 
Uh, if Spurs are not on their game, they could be caught out here. I know it's down at St. Mary's Stadium in Southampton as well. So it is a away game for Spurs. But I am going to back Spurs, I think, with, with Kane and Song. They've been in good form last weekend. So I think they'll be too good for Southampton. Now, Vossi forgot Bournemouth was his team until Bournemouth won the other day against uh, Liverpool. Then he realised it was his team again. Uh, can they uh, back it up against Aston Villa on Sunday, early hours Sunday morning? Well, I think for, for Vossi's sake, I think Bournemouth are going to probably <laughs> struggle a little bit. I think they were, were good against Liverpool, don't get me wrong, but I think Villa uh, are in decent form themselves. I think from that uh, shock defeat or shock win against uh, against Liverpool, I think that that will probably wake up Villa and I think Villa will be prepared for Bournemouth. So I am going with Villa. I think they've been really good this season. You know, Emery, really consistent across the board, defensively very well set up as well. I think Villa might be too good. One nil. Gee, some interesting teams Vossi gets uh, on the bus with. He got on the bus with Bournemouth and now he's tipped a couple of weeks ago the West Tigers to make the top eight. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, we'll see what ha- <laughs> see what happens with that. The rickshaw he's now calling it. Uh, he believes it's it's very slowly, slowly uh, going very slowly, uh, incredibly slowly, yeah. and maybe even going backwards after this weekend coming when they play I the think Bulldogs. Going backwards. Uh, we yeah. we will see. Uh, now, important game for Leeds United. They will travel away to play Wolves. Leeds, of course, in the relegation zone. Can you see them getting a win on the weekend? Yeah, I think it'll be difficult, um, to be honest. I think with, with Wolves, um, they're always a tough place to play. It's always a, a difficult crowd as well. Um, I think Wolves will be too good for, for Leeds. I think Leeds is struggling at the moment. I know Javi Garcia stepped in as the uh, caretaker manager there, but uh, they're, they're desperate to find an actual full-time manager. I think Leeds at the moment, given their position, I think Wolves are, are really in a good position at the moment to press on. So I think Wolves, at least one or two nil, will be the result. This one, uh, interesting as well. Everton, who are in and around that relegation zone, uh, are playing Chelsea. Chelsea at home. And Chelsea, as we touched on the other day, John, have had a pretty good few uh, games after a rough season. But Everton, it's almost a must-win for them as well. Yeah, well, for Graham Potter, they had back-to-back wins this season. I'm pretty sure that would be his first time as Chelsea manager that had back-to-back wins. Uh, this season as, as manager and then obviously they won in the Champions League against Borussia Dortmund so they go through there as well into the quarterfinals I think it is the next stage um, so I think well done to Chelsea had a good run patch of form as you said Potter is uh, kind of won over the fans temporarily at least at the moment obviously he's got a long way to, do, to go before that happens uh, but Everton as well they're, they've just won their game as well last week with Sean Dyche and had a tough period there with a few losses and a draw as well so for Everton, they're going to be really motivated to come into this game, particularly playing Chelsea at Chelsea as well. Um, so I think this will be a big test of how far Chelsea have come under Grand Pot in the last couple of weeks. Um, but based on form, I think uh, it might be a draw, actually. I think it might be a fair nil-nil result. I think it'll be uh, one that Everton will be up for. So uh, I think Chelsea might get a draw here. And it is the final uh, weekend before a weekend off before they get into the latter part of the season. The final game of this weekend, Arsenal, uh, 1am Monday morning, taking on Crystal Palace. Yeah, well, Arsenal undefeated after five games coming into this one, whereas Palace uh, haven't picked up a win in five games. But as I said to you, yesterday morning against Bradford, I really saw them come out of the blocks and, and really perform really, really well against Brighton rather than not Bradford. I've got my colours mixed up again, Dan. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, really, I think, uh, you know, Palace would be a very Brian difficult Cockroach. test for, for Arsenal, what I saw. Um, but I really think Arsenal will be top of the form. They've been really good Arsenal last month, very impressive since their last loss to Man City. 
So I think Arsenal will get the job done. And just looking at the table as well, Arsenal top on 66 points, Man City second on 61, and a fair gap uh, between those two, and then Man United third on 50, although they do have a game in hand. Tottenham round out the top four on 48, but just behind them, Newcastle on 44 points, Liverpool on 42 points, uh, Brighton on 42 points, and Brentford on 41 points, even Fulham. Uh, they're there on 39 points. So really congested uh, part of the ladder from about uh, three all the way down to nine or ten. So, yeah, really interesting weekend coming up in the English Premier League. It's St. Patrick's Day today. Uh, John, any uh, any plans to celebrate St. Patrick's Day, potentially? Well, potentially, based on your on your news back to me in the next half an hour, hour could be very much well celebrating uh, or it could be very dire. So we'll have to wait to see. From your uh, from your response back in the next hour or so, which I'll be eagerly anticipating. I'm sure you. Uh, I'm sure you. Sure, I'm so. sure. I'm sure you will be. Uh, I, I, I'm eagerly anticipating it too. And what are you doing today, Dan? Are you, you obviously going to the game, I take? Yes, uh, finishing up here late, late, much later on this morning, of course, doing a lot of hard work. And then um, uh, the, I might, honestly, honestly, John, I might go home for a nap yeah. first. That, that's how exciting and rock and roll my life yeah. is. And then, yeah, out uh, this afternoon and tonight uh, off to the Roosters South games, uh, game at Allianz. Should be a good crowd there. You'd think about 30-odd thousand or more. Uh, so, yeah, should be should be a good Friday, John. Good Friday, mate. We'll have a terrific Friday. I hope your team gets over the line. And, uh, yeah, just, just be careful out there too, Dan. The crowd can be quite rowdy at times. So, uh, <laughs> it, just be careful it out can, there. It can be very loud. Uh, thank you, John. Have a yeah. wonderful, wonderful weekend. We'll chat again next week. You take care of yourself, mate. Thank I'll you. talk to you soon. Thank you. You too. Be careful with those Bye flying night. cockroaches. Uh, it is 20, uh, 10 minutes to uh, ten, uh, 10 minutes to 10. No, 10 minutes to 6. We do that for Ken Arts High. Ken Arts High, make your job easy. Talk to someone who's taken the Ken Oath today. 0457 736 736 is our text number. You can call the open line 1300 01 1170. Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy. Not too far away. Uh, text, no name on this, but ends in 980. Good morning, Dan. Happy Friday, mate. Thank you. You too. Uh, how bad were Para last night? I said they'll be lucky to have a win by round five, but last night was hilarious. Uh, I suppose you're not a Parramatta fan. How do you score 30 points and still lose? Well, they scored 26 points last weekend, didn't they? And also lost to the Cronulla Sharks. Look, uh, as I said the other day, the timing, and there's nothing against Brad Arthur, but the timing of re-signing Brad Arthur, I just thought was a little strange at that time when they lost their opening two games. Now lost three. And they're not that far off the mark. They have lost four games. They've lost by four points in all of their three games. But I said at the top of the show that their defence has to get a lot better. Thirty points last night, or thirty points last weekend, more last night. Yeah, not a great start to the season for Parrot. And they've got Penrith next weekend off a bye, and then the Roosters the weekend after also off a bye. Really, really tough task. Then they have the Tigers on Easter Monday. So it's a really tough first five weeks of the competition. And at the moment, they have not got a win and they need to start picking up some wins pretty soon. Coming up on Breakfast with Fossey and Brandy after the 6 a.m. news, Darren Beedman will be on to preview the Golden Slipper coming up tomorrow. And David Riccio will have all the latest NRL headlines coming out of that match last night and the games ahead this weekend. Thank you for your company this week. I will be back from 5 a.m. on Monday. No EPL Monday morning, so the full hour show. Looking forward to that. Vossi and Brandy follow the news at 6am, 5am in Queensland. Have a wonderful weekend. I'll see you Monday.